Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Breeze producing the broadcast today. We thank you for tuning in. Shane not here today. He's back with me tomorrow. And we're going to be out at Celebration Point. We'll tell you all about that. Uh, I'm going to get to a couple of emails, and then we're going to get Mike on here. Uh, Mark says, Florida's fourth quarter dominance, exception being LSU, has been impressive. How much does it concern you that maybe their mindset is you just turn it on in the fourth quarter? Do they have the killer instinct that so many Gator football teams have lacked since 2009? No, I, I don't think there's, Mark, there's any lack of effort, so to speak, early in the game. But I do think good teams find ways to close teams out and win, and they do a good job of doing that. Uh, Travis says, guess you saw Strickland's tweet calling for teams interested in playing Florida. Who would you be interested in seeing a home-on-home series? Would personally love to see Clemson or USC. Well, Clemson actually responded uh, when it came to that. Uh, that'd be fine. Uh, Jim says, Steve, Miami in the beginning, FSU in the end, and all SEC teams in the middle switching east and west instead of cupcakes, maybe a third bye week. As always, love the show, Jim. Thank you. Um, all right, now we're going to bring uh, former SEC official Mike McGinnis in. Uh, and, boy, I could have him on for the entire hour uh, because I know a lot of you have brought up questions about the process and those kinds of things, and, and Mike is going to hopefully – uh, help you with those kind of things today. My friend, it's good to have you. Welcome in. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Always good to talk to you. And the, and the key word there is hopefully. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> well, let, let's start with the one that I got the other day, and I was not sure of the answer, but I think I was. Somebody actually called and said, in the first half, the officials blow a call. You know, the video evidence shows they blew a call. So it's halftime, and they go in the locker room. The question was, does the SEC office notify them that they missed the call? I'll start with that. No. Nope, not at halftime. When does that occur? Uh, I guess you've got to back up quite a bit. Okay. Uh, First of all, they probably know it themselves. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You you get the feel, you know, and everybody's carrying on and booing, and then you might take a peek at the big screen uh, and, and say, uh-oh, looks like I might have missed that. But then you also are building your justification in, in either the no call or the call that you did make or did not make. So that, you know, you can say, hey, well, I, di- I didn't see it. I was straight-lined. I was blocked. Uh, I couldn't throw a flag. I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, so you got you, you're building your justification in that regard. But back to the point, uh, as far as halftime goes, no. They, uh, but after the game, there's an observer at each game, and he'll write down on that suspect or questionable call or no call or that particular play and will identify the number of the play. Every play is recorded by a number uh, sequentially, one through 200 or 160 or 210, whatever. And after the game, uh, on the debriefing, they'll say, all right, let's take a look at number 77, play number 77. Looks like the field judge missed a holding call on this particular play. And they'll, and we have, um, uh, in our possession on our laptops or iPads at that particular time, we're able to uh, view it in the post game review and, and uh, let that missed call be justified or let him tell what's going on or whatever the case. 
beyond that, there's a each crew is graded for every game, and and when I say graded, that means that they every play is looked at for that particular game, and the first thing that that film grader does is look at questions that came from the teams that played. The coaches send in concerns and the foul report where the flags are thrown. And so when I, when I look at number 77, because, uh, Steve Russell's team called it in or, or, uh, identified it, sent it to Birmingham. When I look at play number 77, because I've been notified that there was a concern from Steve Russell's team on play number 77, take a look at it. And so as a film grader, I do. And then I can identify what's going on and what's happened. Uh, and that particular official, would be graded in regards to good no call or missed a call or bad judgment or whatever the case. There's different classifications, and I've been out of it two or three years now, so I don't recall exactly what the lineup is. And, and they can have points deducted from their particular grade. And That was random. I hope that helped a little bit. It does. And, and I think, Mike, the point needs to be made that when these officials are graded – it's happened that some officials, after grading, have not been retained, correct? Absolutely. We, we lose, uh, well, they now, um, we lose officials every season to attrition or and uh, they just haven't done the job. It's seldom. When, a, when an official gets to the Southeastern Conference, he's rather proven and he is worthy if you will. He's had a lot of snaps. He's been in another league, most likely. He's got uh, close to the so-called it factor. He He's there because he deserves to be there. Then, when he gets on that big stage, however, he may not be able to handle it. There may be some things that come up that, that just show that he, golly, he's got he's got those saucers for eyes. <laughs> He, he won't. He won't draw his flag. He, you know, the big crowds get him. The, the pace of the play, uh, the size of the player, and any number of things. And and for that reason, I can't recall in, and I wasn't right on top of it the whole time. But in 25 years, I don't recall one official that came in, and went right back out after one season. If wow. there was one, I don't know about him. Okay, but. What will happen is if, if that official, you know, they say, ooh, this guy, isn't, he's not ready. We need some work here. So he gets identified. He gets a letter. He gets a phone call and, and says, look, there's some things you need to work on. And uh, you need to prepare yourself a little bit better for this, for this, mechanics, your uh, positioning. Uh, you need to get in touch with your uh, crew referee or your crewmates and, and, and just go through things. And then watch a lot of plays. Watch a lot of film. And uh, – and we're going to tell you this at the end of that first year, you didn't do too good. You're going to, have to pick it up a little bit. If he doesn't pick it up and stays in that bottom level, if you will, then they might get rid of him that second year. But if, if he maintains himself and they don't get rid of him in that third year, he's gone. Okay. He doesn't move up, doesn't um, move up at all. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions people have emailed to ask you, Mike. Um, sure. For example, the, the play the other day with Hammond you know, when obviously he was blocking and you're not supposed to do that in that play. Somebody said, well, why can't the replay official just call down and say, hey, you missed that call? No, well, he can, <laughs> but they're not going to throw a flag. Uh, the the boost doesn't throw, throw a flag except for targeting. 
Thank you. Got, get my, yes. Right there, yeah, but I wanted you to say that because you said it better than me. <laughs> okay. Well, that that's what it is. That, um, that's all judgment down there. And yes, I, uh, the, I start to say we. The Gators got and it is we as far as I'm concerned. But the Gators got away with that one with Hammond. That I was watching it with a couple members of my family, and we were way up in Georgia, and I uh, said, "Whoops, how did he get that wide open?" But let, let me. Uh, as a wing official for 15 years, yeah. meaning I was either a line judge or head linesman, I spent all 15 years as a line judge. When you get in the red zone, when the ball gets in the red zone, your your uh, your flag goes up, and and one of the first things that you are to identify is the pick play, and which is what this was, and and it was simply missed. Uh, each official, each by, by position, has a responsibility. The deep wing official, which is either the side judge or the field judge, in this particular case, they would have been back at the deep corner pylon because of where the ball was snapped. And the widest eligible receiver in the offensive formation is the responsibility of the deep wing official. So if you wanted to point to somebody, and I would because I'm a, I was I spent the last six or eight years grading film, uh, we know that that particular receiver was the responsibility of the deep wing official, which happened to be the field judge in this case. And because he's either watching something else or didn't, or, you know, just swallowed his whistle and his flag kept in his pocket. He just simply didn't throw an offensive pass interference flag when it looked like it was. Now there's ways to do that. And it happens all the time. And, and it was at Hammonds number 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hammond. Yep. See, see, the two things, in my opinion, that I've tried to justify just some buddies and people that have asked. One is he can do what he did if the forward pass never crosses the line of scrimmage. Right. Got it? Yes. So, but, but because he did that and because the pass did go beyond the line of scrimmage, it was an offensive pass interference. Yep. And the second part of that, part B, is that Hammonds might have been coached up First of all, he might have thought the ball was supposed to stay behind the line of scrimmage, but it did not. So the second thing was that Hammonds, instead of going in and just looking to get in the way, he's got to make himself look like he wants the ball. He want, needs the receiver, be the receiver and have the ball thrown to him. So he looks at the quarterback, got, got his hands up, but all the while is kind of in the way, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he can inadvertently or unintentionally be that pick. And, and it, that can be called – but he's got to make himself look like he didn't do it intentionally. Regardless, it happened, and it wasn't called. South Carolina's got a beef there. Um, and, and the only thing I can tell you is if I was grading that film and saw that, that guy would, uh, that deep official, the field judge in this case, would, would have a very severe penalty in his grade for that game. Okay. Um, somebody asked, uh, because of – the gambling and you know how how much that that's done um are officials talked to about that asked about that or does that not come up at all 100 percent were talked about we, we've even had guys in the preseason meetings in birmingham when we we're taking our tests and our physical fitness run and and uh, all the group stuff and the Replay officials are together looking at replays from the previous year. We've had the FBI people come in and talk about the gambling situation in college, in athletics, and of course, college football. Uh, each individual college football official is vetted. 
he is closely scrutinized and background checked for all that stuff. They, they, we're not even expected to believe it or not, <laughs> even though I was guilty of it, uh, to play a $2 Nassau on, on uh, Wednesday afternoon before <laughs> you go to the game on Friday over on the golf course. But not, not expected to do any of that. Certainly you're not supposed to go to a casino. Uh, just nothing. And and it's and it's watched, and you watch yourself for doing it. You don't do it. You're afraid you're going to get caught and get be eliminated. Hmm. All right, last thing for you, my friend. Um, with all the scrutiny now, there is you know with all kinds of television angles, and you know, do I if I'm the replay official, do I whistle down? Do I not? Do I want to call for a replay? Fans see more mistakes now, and it's a shame because the majority get it right. The vast majority is right, but the mistakes are magnified. Should there oh, be, yeah. in your opinion, more replay, less replay, or leave it alone? I. This is my opinion. I'd say leave it alone. I, I don't like the idea that we do more, but I... I wouldn't do less because what we're doing right now, what they're doing right now is, is to me suitable. What bothers me is, is and it, there just shouldn't be any mistakes out of the booth. And, and you probably know this, Steve, but maybe some of your listeners don't. They're, each replay official at every game in the SEC is hooked up with Birmingham. Mm-hmm. There's a review center there. It used to be called a command center, and they, they changed that because it sounded wrong, as you can imagine. You know, they, they were commanding who was going to win the game, and that's not certainly right. 100% wrong. So the review center has a uh, – if I'm doing a game and I'm hooked up on it, on my – I used to put my headphones on when there was a, a stop, when we had a, a review. But now they keep their headphones on throughout the game so that Birmingham can communicate with them. They don't, they're not always in their ear, but they are ready to say something to them if it needs to be said. And I don't know what a good example would be, but let's say uh, I happen to see a play. I'm, I'm hooked up, I'm watching, and I see the play, and the runner's knee is definitely down, in my opinion, and the ball came loose. I don't have any issues with that, no problem. And we're in communication with the guys on the field. They're listening for us. I can't talk to him, but my assistant can. And he says, hey, that's good. His knee was down. No problem. And and they can hear that on the field. Well, Birmingham can come into me and said, hey, that was pretty close. Maybe you ought to stop that and take a look at it. So I do. Okay. And we took and we go through it. It's, it's called a collaboration. And they wanted to emphasize that word. Birmingham does not rule. The guy in the booth has the last word. But they want to collaborate. So that Birmingham has a an opinion or a say so, if you will. Well said, Mike. I could have you on for the next hour, but uh, thank you for coming on and answering some questions. I I hope it's been uh, for fans who maybe had some questions. Uh, thanks for answering those, and I always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Love hearing your show when I can. It's just not very uh, audible down here in Ocala, but. I sure appreciate talking to you. I look forward to seeing you soon. You got it. Same here, Mike. Thank you. Good guy. Mike McGinnis.